Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to our show, 203-333-9422. Michael Marin joins us right now. He lives in Connecticut. He is the writer and director of A Little White Lie, which is an adaptation of Chris Belden's novel, Shriver. It was just released a couple of weeks ago, and I saw the uh, trailer. It's got an all-star cast, including Kate Hudson and other very recognizable names, and it's a very exciting endeavor for Michael Marin, who also happens to be married to a frequent guest on the Lisa Wexler Show, Danny Shapiro, one of our favorite writers. Michael Marin, welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show. Hello. Hi. Hi, Lisa. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So uh, this is very exciting for you, A Little White Lie. Is this is this a major release for you? Is this your first major release? Uh, well, I had a release about 10 years ago, and um, it's not that I spent 10 years working on this particular one. Um yeah, I'm a screenwriter by profession. I've been doing it for a really long time, and I've worked on a lot of films over the years. Uh, but, yeah, this is the biggest, by far the biggest film I've ever uh, directed. Uh, I mean, I'm, honestly, when I was standing there and I'm, I'm directing Michael Shannon and Kate Hudson and Don Johnson, I'm thinking, like, uh, wow, how, how, right. how, did, how did this happen? <laughs> and uh, it is very exciting. You know, very. Yeah. How did it happen, Michael? Tell us. How did it happen? Oh, my God, it's a long story. You know, getting an independent film made, this is not a big studio film. Um, I, I read Chris Belden's book uh, years ago. I, I met Chris at, at a bookstore up in, Mass, in Lenox, Mass., and he was reading from his book, Schreiber. And, um, you know, if, it, if you know John Grisham writes a book, there's no way an independent producer is going to get his hands on it, right, because it snapped up even before it's published. Uh, but Chris's book had been published by this little press, and I heard him read, and I thought it was really funny. And I got in line, bought a copy of the book, uh, and I walked up to him to get him to sign it. And I said, I'm going to make a movie out of this. Sign away the movie rights here. So we had a little, you know, one-paragraph quick contract. And I gave him a dollar, um, which was a real bargain. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> then... And then spent, uh, well, then, you know, then I, then I called a lawyer and then we, we you know, had a real contract and, and some real money exchange hands, but I held it down for a dollar. Uh-huh. And we, um, we, uh, I wrote a script and, uh, and then you try to, you know, then you try to get it made and it's really hard because you need the act, you know, it's one of those things you need the money to get the actors, but you need the actors to get the money. Um, so that's right. Um, that's right. Yeah. So you tell you tell a lot of little white lies to everybody. 
Mm. <laughs> and, um, so The Little White Lies is not about getting the movie made, but it, 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 it's certainly one of those things where, you know, you try to be confident. And uh, It took a long time to pull it together, and then uh, two things got in the way. We were ready to shoot, uh, start filming at, well, a couple of times, but the, the time that we were really moving forward was the beginning of 2019, and uh, I was diagnosed with cancer that year. So what kind the of cancer, whole thing, Michael? What kind of cancer? Well, it was bladder cancer. Uh, mm. it, was, um, it was serious, and it was a fast-growing cancer, and it took, uh, it took a year of my life away, um, just in terms of, you know, I, I, I actually had to stay in New York City to be close to uh, Mount Sinai Hospital, where I had surgery and chemo and are you okay that. now? And, you you know, all right now, Michael? Oh, you okay? Oh, oh, I'm fine. I've since, oh. you know, obviously I've since made the film and all of that. Um, That's what. And I have a lot to say about the medical establishment, but but well, that'll be your next movie. Else. You can make that for your next movie. Yes. You yes. know what? I've thought I've thought about that. Um, but yeah, I mean, Michael Sheehan. We lost most of the cast because you know by the time I got around to make the movie again, they're doing other things. Uh, but Michael Shannon, who is a wonderful guy, and I think I honestly think one of the best actors working today, uh, stuck with the project, and um, we put the cast, a, a different cast, back together, and started filming at the end of um, February in 2020. Uh, and you know what happened a couple and then weeks what after happened? that? Oh my goodness! Yeah. Wow. So then yeah, we were we were uh, two two and a half weeks into filming and. Uh, we had a shutdown over COVID. Um, and that was, that was devastating because I was afraid that, you know, the uh, investors would just say, forget it, you know, let's not throw any more money at this, but everybody stuck with it. Um, and we started picking it up 400 days later. Uh, it took that long to get the cast back together and to get, you know, to get all of the, um, uh, you know, just pull everybody back together, the crew, the cast, and, and, and everybody who had been there, and, and uh, we were ready to go, and we finished the film in uh, May of 2021. Uh, and now, and then, uh, now it's almost two years later. We're chatting with Michael Marin about his film Little A Little White Lie. And so does it take two years from wrapping a film to get it to distribution? No, it doesn't necessarily. It, but, you know, it, it's all about money. You know, they say you can, you know, if if, if you want to get it done fast and good, you got to pay a lot for it. And if you want to, you know, and if you wanted to get it done fast, but if you want to get it done well, but you don't have a lot of money, it takes a lot of time. Uh, and we'd already blown way through the budget because of COVID. Uh, so, it, you know, it took a long time to kind of get it edited and then, and then, uh, you know, get a distributor on board uh, and uh, get it released. And then they had to find a good time to release it. You know, it wasn't it wasn't a film that they were going to release during Oscar season or anything like that. It's a small film, um, despite the cast. You know, people think it's a really big movie, but um, it's really something we we shot for uh, on a very tight budget um, and not a lot of time. So yeah, but you know, it does it can take a lot of time to get a film out the door. I'm really interested, Michael Marin, in the logistics of doing that right now because. You know, we have these beautiful, luxurious movie theaters, but no one is in them. And Yes, yes. And, you know, it's interesting about why no one is in them. I think no one is in them 
to some extent because nobody wants to see what's in them. No one is in them to some extent because people are out of the habit of going to the movies, which we were in the habit of for generations. But And, of course, nobody's in them because we have alternative ways of watching fabulous content in our own beds whenever the heck we like it. Sure. Uh, so it's a lot of different reasons. But when you talk about releasing a movie now, it's a different world than even just 10 years ago. So what does it mean to release a movie now? What does that mean? Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Well, the vast, vast majority of movies are, are released on video on demand. They don't get to go to the theaters. Video um, on demand. They just, okay. Yeah. Now, there's two levels of that, right? There's video on demand, which is, you know, like right now with my movie, you can buy it on Apple or Amazon or wherever you get your movies. Uh, or you can rent it on Apple or Amazon and all of that. That's video on demand or, or, or your cable provider, you know, whether it's Charter or Infinity or one of the others also would have it on their on their docket. All right. And then after it's been there, you know, after they've milked, they've gotten all the money they can get out of that, it'll end up on a streamer like, you know, Hulu or Netflix or, or something like that, where it'll just stream for, you know, a subscription service. Um, our film, I was very, we were lucky. Uh, they, it was released in theaters. Uh, and it's played theaters the last couple of weeks. I think by the time you're, you know, I think for your audience right now, uh, it's probably no longer in theaters, uh, or at least not, you know, not in Connecticut for sure. It did play, uh, you know, and I have to say, and, and, you know, it's my own film, and I've obviously seen every inch of it hundreds of times, but it's so much fun seeing a movie in a theater. You know, we, we, we opened in New York. It is. And we had a packed house in New York and, and, and people were laughing and, you know, laughter in a, in a crowd is infectious, you know, and, yes. and, and, um, and everybody really, really had a good time and, and, and it, it was a lot of fun. Uh, and that's how movies are, I think, you know, movies are meant to be seen as, as opposed to, you know, sitting on your couch and then pausing it and, and uh, going to the bathroom and, and getting a snack and coming back and the phone rings and, you know, or if there's a, checking your email and while you're watching and all of that. And, and, and it, it so detracts from the experience. So yeah, I hope people get back into the habit of going to theaters. And um, why, why a little white lie, Michael Marin, what about the book and the material attracted you from the get go? What's it about? Um, well, you know, um, one, it was funny, um, but it's really about how people see themselves versus how, how other people see them. Um, and, and the idea that 
it, it, it plays with the idea somewhat of imposter syndrome, though, though I think that's an overused term today that covers too much stuff. But, you know, it's a story of, um, I mean, very briefly, there's a, there's a university in, in, in the middle of nowhere uh, that has had, has had a writer's festival. And, you know, there are writer's festivals everywhere right now. So they've kind of fallen on hard times because they can't get anybody to come and they can't get any big name writers to come. And Kate Hudson plays the head of the English department at this university, and they want to attract a big-name writer. And there's a writer named Shriver who 20 years ago published this big book that everybody read, uh, but then he disappeared, you know, sort of thing, J.D. Salinger. And so she goes on a nationwide hunt, and she thinks she's found him. Uh, but the guy who gets the letter to, to visit the university is um, – is kind of is a handyman who lives in New York, and he's a bit of a drunk. Uh, and she sends him a plane ticket to come, so he just, you know, what the hell? He, he gets on the gets on the plane and shows up there, and he immediately wants to leave. He was like, "Okay, well, I'm in way over my head." <laughs> uh, but um, he also realizes that the Kate Hudson character really is really counting on him, so he. He does his best to uh, play the part of a writer, um, even though he's never read a book in his life. Oh, that's funny. That's cute. So that's that's where the comedy comes from, and 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 uh, then you know what his journey from that point on um, is is you know what what drives the film forward. Uh, is, and I was, it's, you know it's yeah. okay. No, we're chatting with Michael Marin. So. And tell me about directing Kate Hudson and Tan Johnson. Tell me about what it's like to direct seasoned, famous Hollywood movie stars. Yeah, well, you know, you've got to, um, as Kate reminded me a couple of times, she's been on movie sets since she was three. Um, And so, and Don Johnson's made probably 300 films. He started, he started acting as a child. Um, If you've seen a boy and his dog. Uh, and so, uh, yes, the, the cumulative experience there is way, way, way beyond anything I had. Uh, and so, you know, I actually, I don't have a lot of ego tie, tied up in this. I, I know that the, uh, the vision of the director is some megalomaniac who's, who's like, you know, setting buildings on fire and, you know, yelling at actors, but uh, I was very well aware that what I wanted to do was draw on their experience and use it to make this a better and better film. Uh, so, you know, there were times I, I, I asked advice from Don and I asked advice from Kate, uh, you know, about, how, about, you know, how to, how to set up a scene and all of that when, when, when I was a little puzzled and, um, you know, somebody, uh, Years ago, when I first started moving ahead and from writing to directing, um, I was very good friends with Milos Forman, who lived here in Connecticut as well. You know, Milos directed Amadeus and and, and yeah, and, brilliant, um, brilliant you know, director. Yeah, Cuckoo's Nest, and he's a pile of Oscars. And you know, Milos is. I asked him his advice to me when I was going to direct my first film a while ago, and Milos said. You know, it's all about casting. You hire really good actors and and trust them to 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 do their jobs. Uh, and we did. And and so, you know, I didn't have to. 
uh, obviously the vision of the film is the directors, the way things look, the way the way the cuts are made, and all of that. Uh, but the characters, um, you know, we the actors worked with me, and we developed the characters themselves. And uh, I you know it, it it worked out. And they, um, you know, I can't wait to do it again. <laughs> That's very exciting, Michael Marin. Do you have another project lined up already? Uh, well, I've got a couple. Yeah, I mean, one of them I'm not directing. Uh, I wrote the script for uh, that um, based on my wife Danny Shapiro's memoir, Inheritance. Uh, I'll be so looking forward I, I, to seeing that. That was a great book. Yes, it was, and and it still is. And and I um, there's a, a very famous Polish director named Agnieszka Holland, who's also an Academy Award-winning director. And uh, Agnieszka is going to be directing it for Killer Films, and I just I just finished the script last week, so uh, that that's the project that's kind of on my on my burner right now, and I'll probably end up doing a few rewrites for the directors and the producers. Well, and I've got another film. Uh, I've got another film of my own that I hope to be directing later this year. Well, Michael Marin, thank you very much for being on our show today. A Little White Lie is the movie we've been talking about. We can now get it video on demand anywhere we see movies. It might be still in a marquee someplace. Uh, Michael Marin, say hi to your beautiful wife, Danny Shapiro, for us. And thank you so much for being on the show today. Congrats and great luck with the film. Thanks, Lisa. Pleasure. A pleasure. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at Lisa at LisaWexler.com.